0: What are some common forms of sexism that men face? I was a single dad for 20 years. There are a lot of places that still reflect parenting being dominated by mothers. From mom's talk mornings at my son's school to being told that koabo.com didn't want me because I was a dad. And then there were the assumptions that I didn't have custody. Some by state officials, with me repeatedly needing to explain that he was in my care 28 days of the month. I'm certain if the situations were reversed, I would have been ordered to pay more than $60 a week for child support. Heck, if I was in California, I might have had to end up paying her child support even as our son lived with me 28 days of the month. I could probably give examples all day. I do excuse most individuals' behaviors as they are making assumptions based upon what's true 90% of the time. The systemic stuff needs to change, though. Women and men are no longer in the same place in society as they were when these laws were written. As someone whose father is a nasty piece of work who also didn't pay child support, I have to agree with this. As they said, men and women Women are not in the same places that they were like when these laws were written societally. You know, at least not in the West. Thus, I don't think it's controversial to say that more cases need to be judged on an individual level by who is in the wrong and who has done what no matter what their gender or anything is. The double standard. I remember watching a clip from The View, I think. I don't remember too many of the specifics, but the topic of conversation was that a woman who had become fed up with her husband and his actions had proceeded to cut his penis off in the middle of the night and threw it into the trash compactor, or something like that. Again, details are fuzzy. One of the ladies, might have been Sharon Osborne, talked about how Hell hath no fury, or he shouldn't have been messing around, and the crowd went wild. Most of the women in the audience and on the panel were clapping and whooping it up. Then one lone female member of the panel, I wish I could remember who it was, it took quality courage, spoke up and said that them all laughing about this wasn't right. In fact, it was quite wrong. She pointed out how differently the panel and audience would have reacted if the situation had been a man who had cut his wife's breasts off and thrown in the dishwasher, regardless of what actions they were upset with or felt grieved. The idea of mutilating your spouse shouldn't be met with laughter and applause. From what I remember, some of the other ladies on the panel tried to say, that's different, and others rolled their eyes or became uncomfortable. I remember thinking what courage it must have taken to call out the double standard right then and there, on television with the studio audience clearly already on the side of the original joke. It shouldn't matter what your gender is. Call out double standards when confronted with them. Apparently, the show was The Talk, not The View, and the woman who had the courage to speak up was Sarah Gilbert. Thank you. Let's be honest, it's not just a gender thing. The world is absolutely full of double standards in race, religion, and all kinds of things. Really, it's just a people thing where some people just cannot stand to be called out for their bad behavior, but are more than willing to just, like, shout to the heavens how someone else has done wrong. My wife and I decided to hire a male nanny. This decision causes me, my wife, and the male nanny to experience a whole range of uncomfortable situations. Because we live in the Pacific Northwest, a lot of people assume we're a polyamorous couple. We are not. Some people assume that me and the male nanny are a gay couple and my wife was our surrogate. On the first day of school, for example, my daughter's teacher introduced us as her daddies, even though she had met with my wife on multiple occasions beforehand. Others simply can't wrap their head around the fact that a man might want to work in Childcare. I can't tell you how many warnings we've received, even from within our own families, that we have to watch him closely because it's not a natural thing for a man to want to work in childcare. He must be a pedophile. When it comes to raising children, men still face an enormous amount of sexism from all sides. This is incredibly true. Men who want to work in childcare are looked at very strangely because it is an odd thing why a man would want to be involved with a child that isn't their own. I mean, hell, there are some men out there who don't even want to be a part of their own child life. So, you know, I'll admit, I understand the skepticism. TLDR domestic core system is biased against men start to finish. I was stalked by an ex. Everyone was like, you must have given it to her. Good, LOL. To top it off, I was treated like the criminal every time I called the cops. When I went to file for a restraining order, I had to ask three times because they kept referring me to a courtroom assuming I had been served. And the icing on top, the judge I finally got treated me like I was a whiny baby and gutted the restraining order. I'm still convinced the only reason I got it at all was that I had my family there for support. I fear for any day that I'm in public with my niece and her parents are nearby. Little kids can become emotional and are too young to understand the ramifications of shouting something like You're not my dad when they get told something they don't want to hear This is true, it's all too true If a man sees a child that's like lost potentially and it's like Oh damn that kid needs someone to like check up on them or whatever You have to like weigh out in your head how appropriate or like weird it might look for you as a man to approach a child My husband and I have two daughters. One is his stepdaughter and I have joint custody. A few years ago, my friend paid for me to fly out to Seattle and stay a few days for her birthday. Our daughter was almost two. My mom went into a panic. Who is going to watch the baby? Um, well, her completely capable and loving father is here. And I guess since he is a competent person with normal function cognitive abilities and, you know, he's her father... I guess, him? She does this any time I do anything by myself. Where's the baby? Who was taking care of the baby? Her father, you goddamn shrew. Sorry I ranted a little. Well, that sounds like a personal issue of The Shrew. I mean, there, there is like a typical thing in sitcoms and whatnot, especially family-orientated ones, where the father is usually an idiot with maybe every so often a smidgen of good advice or something, but for the most part, they're kind of an irresponsible jackass. So I, I just think at this point, it's a, a problem of The Shrew, ladies. TLDR, men are perceived to be disposable. Young men in every society are viewed as infinitely disposable. They are cannon fodder. Everyone craps themselves when female civilians are victims of a battle in war. No one gives two craps about the young male soldiers, most of which were either conscripts or forced into the military due to lack of opportunities. Civilians equal women and children. Read any of the recent articles about Aleppo. The headlines or text in the article always has this crap like, many of those killed were women and children, or one in five of the victims were women and children, and it's infuriating. Like, who do you think the other four to five victims were? Freaking trees? I googled Aleppo and went on to Google News, and this was the last result. I haven't read all of the articles, of course, but I'm sure a lot more specifically mention women and children and leave-out men. Male disposability is real. How many victims of violence in video games, movies, TV shows, plays, books, etc. are male? Now tell me how many victims of violent crime, the homeless, army casualties, and members are male? Yet these things are barely talked about. What is one of the leading causes of homelessness? Divorce. What is the leading cause of divorce? The man losing his job. Which gender has a higher successful self-deletion rate? Men, 5 to 1 ratio. Which gender has a lower life expectancy? Men, minus 5 years. Which gender gets the majority of government funding and funding from charities for healthcare? women. And I'm sure that everyone knows about the situation with divorce cases and family courts because people seem to at least be aware of the problem there because of organizations like Fathers for Justice. Then we get to the prevention of domestic violence against women and girls specifically. That's freaking dumb. Why not try to prevent it against everyone? Women, men, girls, and boys. Men are much less likely to seek aid for domestic violence and there are barely any domestic abuse shelters for men whereas there is a huge amount of shelters for women. My point with all of this isn't screw women they have it good it's that sexism against men isn't acknowledged because men are seen as disposable and it's society's and the government's fault i'm glad this individual specified that this wasn't a screw women they've had it too good for too long kind of thing because lord knows in very many places outside of the western world they still got it pretty goddamn bad getting crap for being teachers because men plus kids equals he's a pedo. At least that's the one off the top of my head that makes me the angriest. My abusers were female. I started doing a lot better in school once I had male teachers around. I've always felt safer with men. Aw, oh, look, dad's babysitting today. Hell no. He's parenting like he's supposed to. Stop flapping your dentures, grandma. Father stays home with kids while mother works. She must have his nuts in a bag in the freezer. Or maybe he's just too dumb to get a decent job and his wife has to take care of all of them granted i know one family where that's the case he's too mentally ill to work in most environments so she teaches and he stays home with their kids but that's not the norm in the mr mom situations i've seen that is the first time i've ever heard of a mr mom is that like it's like a label it's a situation whatever all i'm thinking is mr men (laughs) i found out that i'm unattractive a few months ago it felt pretty bad to be honest a co-worker slash friend of mine who I've been pals with for nearly two years and I know her husband and am great pals with him came to work very dressed up. Way more than normal, so being a friend and wanting her to know, I noticed how great she looked simply commented, Wow, co-worker, you look very nice. Going to a wedding or something? She laughed it off and that was that. Later on, I got a message from her. Hey, about what you said, I've known you for a long time and I know you didn't mean anything weird by it, but that was kind of creepy. Don't say things like that, just wanted you to know. I felt terrible. I didn't know how what I said was construed as creepy, but I apologized and let it go. When lunch rolled around and we were hanging out in the lunch area when another co-worker walked by and said, wow, you look great. Got anything planned after work? She blushed, thanked him, and then he left. I sat there waiting for her to say something like, see, how weird, or something like that. Nope. So I brought it up. She said it wasn't really that creepy. So I pushed the issue and we talked about it. After a long discussion on why me saying it was creepy and him saying it wasn't, we came to two conclusions. It was either weird because she's known me for much longer and it was weird to be hit on by a close friend while it wasn't weird for someone she only knew a bit. Or it was because he was handsome and I was not. Okay, guys, let's rewind a bit. The first few she's a C word responses were fine, but it seems like everyone thinks she's a total B for saying that. I'll defend her because I don't think she was trying to be a butt about it. Both the text and the chat at lunch were very open, and I genuinely think she was looking out for me. She's married, and I'm great friends with both her and her husband. I still regularly hang out with them, and they both have bent over backwards to help me, so I'm not being used or being mistreated. I think there is a weird knee-jerk thought process that someone you don't find attractive flirting with you is creepy, while someone who is attractive is kind of empowering. But it goes both ways. If a 60-year-old lady who smoked since she was 8 told me that I looked great, I'd internally squirm if I thought she was hitting on me. Compliments are nice, but if we think we're being hit on by someone we don't find attractive, I think a lot of people think it's either gross, weird, or creepy, and that's unfair, but even I'm guilty of it. Guys, I've gotten like 20 plus responses and PMs telling me to get fit, wear better clothes, groom myself, etc, etc. Holy crap, guys. I appreciate the tips. I look fine, though. The, I found out I'm ugly, was an exaggeration. A joke. Story is true, and the guy who was more attractive than I was more attractive than I, but I'm not sloth from the Goonies. Geez, no, I don't want to buy your personal trainer service. Why would you even PM me that? Okay, so at first I found the whole, like, a few months ago I found out that I'm unattractive and it felt pretty bad, TBH. And, I, and That was funny. That was funny as hell to me. The point that it's like, the other day I found out I am ugly. I don't know why that tickles my ribs, though, for some reason, but the bit where it's like if someone compliments me or floats with me and I don't find them attractive, uh, it's creepy and weird, everyone thinks it. No, no, I'm a man. I don't get compliments just all the time, really. If someone wants to compliment me, even if they are a chain smoking 80 year old woman who's been smoking since she was 8 and she's all like well aren't you a handsome young man I will even I will take that compliment and I will even flirt back a little bit I mean I literally did this to like a Scientologist lady the other day that I was kind of trying to eke out a bit because they were trying to invite me to a goddamn music festival <laughs> aren't you a handsome young man would you like to come to this music festival they're gonna be chicks as lovely as you there ma'am I didn't go of course but wouldn't it be funny if i could have gone down that path and got married at the church of Zenu 10 years down the freaking line I'll begin by saying this actually happened to me. Anytime a woman claims any form of sexual harassment, the man is automatically guilty and forced to try to prove his innocence because the company doesn't want a lawsuit. I literally had a female subordinate give me a hug because I let her off early to go to a family function. I came to work the next day and was immediately sent to the boss's boss's boss where I was advised that I was being put on unpaid leave during a sexual harassment investigation. As it turns out, the entire thing was right under... a camera, so you could clearly see her hug me. Even so, I was told that she said I told her to hug me before she got to leave, and then I got fired. Scum behavior. Hate it. My knee-jerk reaction, although it's not a perfect answer, is that people who make accusations like this, especially more serious accusations, that go to court if it turns out that it's coming from a place of malice or personal gain and under false pretenses, I think the accusee should be held responsible or maybe even to a higher standard of responsibility and punished as such if they are found to be lying. But again, that is not a perfect answer to these issues. Because then you got to consider the process in the jury, in the investigation and whatnot, and how things can go wrong, and how actual victims can be left in a destitute situation. I know some of you hate it when I go a bit too long on the personal commentary, so I made it nice and short for you, but I'll be back. The employee bathrooms at my job have been scheduled for an update. The work on the men's room started a week or two ago Monday and ended this past Monday morning, during which time the men had to use the public customer bathroom and the women continued to use their employee bathroom. On Monday afternoon, when the work began on the women's room, the newly refurbished, as yet unused by a single man men's room became a temporary women's bathroom until the work on the new women's bathroom is finished. So the men have to go several weeks without an employee bathroom while the women never have to go a single day without one. Not exactly common, but it otherwise fits the question and is currently on my mind. Well, that is just legitimately unfair. I'd be scared that those meat old dirty girls will poop in the urinals before I get a chance to. I mean, I mean pee in the urinals, yeah. I'm a male nurse in the ER and there are a lot of extra rules I have to follow that the females do not. If I'm doing any kind of perennial care, foley, straight catch, pelvic, or even rectal temp, on a female patient, I need a female chaperone. However, a female nurse can go do those same procedures on a male without a male chaperone. The looks I get from many elderly patients when I tell them I'm their nurse. Those judging eyes. I had a guy straight up laugh in my face and tell me my parents must be embarrassed by me. Mothers freak out when I'm the nurse for their child. I had a lady straight up tell me I couldn't help drain her daughter's armpit abscess because she thought I'd be eyeballing her. Um, no. Literally, none of this happens to the female staff members. And frankly, I'm a much better nurse than quite a few of them. I think it's been pretty well established there are just jobs where men typically aren't very welcome or if you are there, you have a lot more rules and regulations that you must follow because of people's discomfort around you. I've just recently noticed something that bugs me a bit. I grew a beard throughout October to December. My girlfriend and all the women on her side of the family were quick to offer their criticism. I didn't really care too much and took it lightly. But after a while, I couldn't help but imagine what it would be like if the tables were turned. Like if my GF started wearing a shirt she just bought and really loved, but my brother, dad, and myself criticized it every time she wore it. That would be messed up, and people would take her side immediately. Talk crap about my choice to grow a bit of facial hair, no one bats an eye. I feel like this is kind of a straw man argument with the whole if my wife decided to wear a shirt that she loved and I criticized it, then everyone would side with her immediately. Not necessarily. If it's a crap shirt, it's a crap shirt. I don't freaking know, man. I grew a mustache last year for Halloween so I could do a Ron Swanson outfit. I got crap. I didn't give a single crap about what other people thought. Goddamn self-deletion. You want to raise awareness for self-deletion and mental illness? Yeah, fill your boots. But it gets on my frickin' tits when it's all directed towards the struggles women have regarding mental health and self-deletion ideation. And yet the male gender is chastised for anything regarding to ending it early or mental health. The notion of a man to be a strong and mentally powerful individual is a crock. It doesn't define a man. How he deals with it is how it defines him. True that. I'm a girl, so I don't know firsthand, so tell me if I'm wrong. I consider it sexist that boys have to be tough and play with Legos and all that crap, even if they want to play with dolls. If their favorite color is hot pink, then that's wrong as well. Growing up, they are not allowed to be emotional, to cry, or to need someone to help them. They can't look for comfort because they have to be manly. Also, in many places in the world and social environments, they are expected to pay for a girl's food, drink, whatever. For her birthday, you should give them something expensive. For what it's worth, it does not happen where where I live, and in my circle of friends, mostly educated middle-class people, but I can see it all the time. It made sense when women were not working, but now you don't know whether the woman actually makes more in her job than her date, but he's still expected to pay. I don't know about everyone else, maybe I'm just lucky. I mean, there have been times where I've just paid without saying anything, but, you know, I've gone on dates with some pretty considerate women who have offered to pay for their own food and everything. I don't doubt that there are women who can be kind of bratty or insistent that you pay for their meals and all the date and everything, but, you know, I I certainly have not come across one like that yet. I was trying to be friendly to a woman during lunch at work. She was literally sat across from me. Mind you, we had been trained alongside one another. So I said hi and asked how she was. She told me that her boyfriend's grandpa died. She said that she got really close to his grandpa. I said that I was really sorry and did my best to empathize. I asked how long her and her boyfriend had been together. She said four years and I said congrats. She told me all about her kids and asked me questions about work. Mid-conversation, when she had done most of the talking, she picks up her phone, dials a number. It's her boyfriend, from the sound of it. She says, ''Yeah, I was just calling because this guy was being way too friendly. I have no attraction to this person on a sexual level at all. I did not make passes at her, flirt or anything.'' In fact, up until then, I had tried to keep it friendly, but strictly professional, but she insisted on talking about her family, so I gladly lent an ear. We just had friendly exchanges up until then, and I thought that she wanted to be friends. Apparently, I was wrong. In that moment, I realized that I can't get a date to save my life, or even get a woman that I am attracted to to maintain more than a minute or two of conversation with me before writing me off, and yet I give this woman that I have no interest in the impression that I am being too friendly when she gave me every reason to believe that she wanted a friend to talk to. F my life. This can go both ways, but yeah, I, I know some women who are a bit too egotistical for their own good and just kind of assume that anyone approaching them is immediately attracted to or wooed by them in some way. The same thing does happen for guys, but it's usually in a way where it's like, wait, is this girl interested me? She's like asking me about my hobbies and stuff like that. What's going on here? There's no perfect way to remedy this at this point. It's just a societal norm at this stage, but whatever.